noticed a change in Reno lately? I sure have. Well then, keep up with the movers and shakers and unique people of Reno by listening to the Our Town Reno podcast, where we discuss helping each other out. New episodes play every week and feature real Reno stories told by us, the people who live here. Listen in. What's up, Up of the Mixers? We've got another ad from a friend of the show. And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. Katie Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. Katie Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest. This is uh, Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. Tracksuit Papi. And we are back this week for another episode, coming to you from the honeycomb hideout. I'm super excited uh, to be back at it again. It's a new year, new uh, season, and we've got all sorts of uh, good things to talk about. Yeah, like the universe has given us a lot of things on our platter to talk about. It's, it's wild out here it's, in these streets. The, the, the internet has been balling out, and it's good for us. We get to talk shit, have fun. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it was good. You know, New Year's kept a kind of chill. I think I got sick from my nieces and nephews. Wasn't feeling too good. Everyone mm-hmm. canceling, you know, because of the weather. So we just chilled, didn't do anything crazy. Um, Did you do the public house lock-in or no? No, we like everyone like we were going to go with mm-hmm. was like we we're just going to stay home, you know, because I mean it was super bad weather that night, you know, snowing and everything, and people didn't want to deal with that. I heard it was fun. Uh, a couple friends did go, but we just mm-hmm. chilled. And then this week it's just been like I don't know, shopping. Doing stuff around the house, see, relaxing. On the, on the internet, cooking and shit, you know? Yeah, just, you know, taking it easy, enjoying uh, the time off before we go back to work next week and got to deal with these kids. Yeah. Like, How was your New Year's? New Year's chilled with the family. Like, uh, Anna came over with her kids for a little bit, and then they kind of left. And then it was just like, dude, Leia's a trooper. Me and Leia, midnight, we're just chilling on her little table, FaceTiming everyone. Happy New Year's. My brother was out there in uh, the Bay Area with his girl, and, like, we FaceTimed them, and, like, they answered us. They were, like, at a show or something, and they, like, answered us. None of us could hear each other, you know, especially with Leia yelling and shit. But, uh, yeah, just FaceTime everyone, like, New Year's, as soon as, you know, like, 12.01 to, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, just, like, FaceTiming the family and everybody and just... Yeah, then Tanya was asleep and Leia was out there <laughs> with Daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was drinking tequila. She was had her water. Nice. You know? But uh, but today, yeah, we got a special guest. We got a very special guest. We have this man. He when you see him, 
he just looks fly as fuck all the time. <laughs> Always fitted, beautiful beard, very handsome gentleman, and a business owner, you know? He has this brand called Him, and it's H-E-E-M. Welcome to the show, Dennis Terry. Welcome. Yo, how's it going? Yes. Happy to have you. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, what brings you to Reno. So um, I'm actually here, uh, I got an opportunity to come here to work on contract. So, you know, I, before that I was living in Texas for seven years and, you know, I thought, you know, what's a, a change of scenery wouldn't hurt, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. figure I'd come out to Reno. Uh, mind you, before this I had never heard of Reno besides like Reno 911. <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> I didn't know anything yeah. else that was going on out mm-hmm. here, but I, you know, I figured I'd check it out, mm-hmm. you know, see what's in store with it and stuff like that. But, um, originally I'm from a small town called Allentown, Pennsylvania. Ooh, a lot of BMX people I, out there. I, heard, I, I know Allentown. Yeah. 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 Bear Marjorie. Yeah. He's from Philly. That's about 45 minutes out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But yeah, I'm from a small town, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, I left, in 2014, moved to Dallas, Texas, and then 2021, I ended up here in Reno. Wow. Yeah, dude. Random. How, Random. how was Dallas weird for you? Because I have family in Dallas, and it's always weird visiting in Dallas. Honestly, like it took me, it took me a while to get adjusted to, just because like I'm from the East Coast and then moving, you know, to somewhere like Texas, where it's, it's hot. hot. Yes. Yeah, it's it's super hot and. Uh, Shockingly, when I first got there, everybody was like, you know, super nice. You know, the Southern hospitality, I got to see it firsthand. Awesome. So that was cool, too. But as far as, like, you know, some of the people and the constant traffic, you know, just the amount of, like, homeless people and stuff like that, it gets kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a big city. Mm-hmm. Big spread out. Yeah. Ill-designed. <laughs> <laughs> and now that, like, what is, like, Arlington and, like, Dallas is, like, Reno Sparks, they've connected. I think there's, like, another city on the east side that's connecting to Dallas, too, because it's getting, it's getting wild it's out there. It's all just suburbs. Yeah. And, oh, but, whew, Texas, the steak out there, fantastic. All the food. All the all food. All the food is really good. Because they grow it all out there, too. Like, Texas could pretty legitimately be its own shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people there, like, you know, talking with some of the guys there that I used to work with, a lot of them even said that they never left Texas. Like, I would ask them if they ever went anywhere on vacation or anything like that, and they're like, no, I never left here. Like, they treat it like it's his own country out there. We go to San Antonio to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Except people in other countries actually go to different countries. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like people in New York. Like, they don't, they never leave, like, their own borough sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's, that's It's true. wild. That's Again, true. But New York's a little different. Like, it's very compact, so they have different cultures there, you know? But oh, yeah. Yeah, but like sure. Texas, like, woo. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you have this uh, this brand called Hip. You know, talk about it. All right, is um, that why you moved to Reno? Was to start the was for the brand, or is that something separate? Oh no, that's something totally separate. Okay, uh, corporate job. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the man over here. <laughs> Nobody likes him. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, while I was here, um, because before this, I. Previously was part of a business called um, Good Guy. Good Guy Made in America, a clothing brand. And uh, I branched off from that, you know, and while I was out here, I was just thinking, you know, of different ways, you know, different ways to, like, make money and maybe possibly starting a business again and stuff like that. And my dad, he came to visit me, um, I want to say this past March. Yeah, he went, he came this past March, and 
he was even asking me, he's like, hey, do you have any, you know, ideas or anything? <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I was just, I was stumped. And Your dad trying to get on the hustle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is crazy because my dad's usually like a, uh, you know, like he's older. So, you know, he, he grew up in that you work, you retire kind of mindset type okay, of thing. Yeah. Yeah, get a good job. Yeah. Put, put your time in. Retirement. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Get a good job. Get you some benefits. Sounds retire. great. <laughs> like that's life. That's life to them. But I mean, you know, that's that's what they were, you know, were accustomed to. But um yeah, he was he was asking me and I was actually kind of surprised about that and I was telling him I didn't know. And he was like, Why don't you do clothing again? And I was like, I'm not sure about clothing. Clothing is it's real complex. You you really have to keep up with like what's new, like style changes daily. So all, I know. all the time. It's not like we're in Japan high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> or high school in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, you, you got to keep up with all that. You know, just the cost of everything is going up. So it's kind of just like, you know, even like deliveries and shipping, like even flights and stuff like that, stuff traveling by air. Like it's it's real difficult these days. So, you know, I was kind of just like, ah, I don't really want to go through that. And then he was like, well, why don't you start like, you know, like your own like beard company? And I was like, why the hell didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like throughout the years, like since I've had the beard, you know, I've tried different products. I've, you know, tried different routines and stuff like that. And, you know, they never really stuck. You know, uh, a lot of different stuff is only designed for like, you know, like a certain type of beard. White people. It's <laughs> okay. White people. Yeah. You can say it. Yeah, you can yeah, say yeah. it. White people. Yeah, we can say it. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> it doesn't work for us. I've had a similar problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially living in Nevada, you know, it's the air is super crisp out here. It's dry. And dry, it's, yeah. yeah. It's so. rough. It's rough on the on the skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it it was making the skin worse actually, but you know, so I took that into consideration and I just started looking at stuff like uh like YouTubes and stuff like that cuz before I originally did like a little kind of like collaboration with somebody that did have their own company, but they were very hot and cold so like when we started out you know it'd be every day promoting things like that and then out of nowhere he would just go missing and then like come back and I'm like hmm. dude there's people out there that think like you know like <laughs> like he basically made me like the face of it he wanted me to like make the name and everything I just mm -hmm. wasn't making the stuff so I'm like yo I was like it's kind of looking bad on me like when you go missing you know and then come back it's like you know we're not on the same page with things so you know eventually that just ended up cutting ties that what that didn't work out so I started looking into videos on YouTube and uh looking at how they make it you know things like that and I was like oh I could do that you know that it didn't seem that complex so I ordered everything on Amazon just like small amounts you know I didn't want to buy bulk already and then I didn't I didn't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> right right you start, <laughs> little baby so start you gotta, small yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know I, I got all that stuff and you know, I was super amped to, you know, just be in the kitchen for, like, four or five more hours after I already worked, like, a 10-hour work shift, yeah. you know? This is the passion. You like it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, so I started it, you know, and I, um, I made a few samples, and when I, when I first started it, because now it's like a, uh, now it's like a, like a tan, like a cream color, you know, when I first started it, it was, like, dark yellow, but it was a different type of butter I was using it was like raw African like mango butter and uh it came out yellow and I was like 
I don't know if that's you know really appealing. You know, like some like, aesthetically sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. you're like I'm gonna put some wild yellow thing on my face. Like how like aesthetically it just doesn't look. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't look right. So I'm I'm like all right, well, you know, let me at least just see how it works. So you know, I, I gave some to um, a couple of my coworkers with beards. Uh, I gave some to uh, Anthony mm-hmm. um, Neon Babylon. I gave some to him. Gave some to a few of my friends, and they all said it worked nice. So I'm like. All right. And I was like, well, let me just switch this up because this is just like, you know, the uh, the trial run. The experiment. Yeah. <laughs> so I switched up the type of mango butter I got and stuff like that, and it came out to this nice, like, cream, like, tan-looking color. And I'm like, yeah, this is there nice. There we go. Like, people, people will like to put this on their face. They're looking at it, and you're just yeah. like, ah, yeah, this looks nice. This is what this was <laughs> supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's untouched. It just looks nice and smooth. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I need that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I need that on my face. <laughs> Yeah, so so I started with that, and um, I worked on it for months because this started maybe in, like, I want to say, like, right after my dad left. That's when I, like, started getting to work. So I, you know, I kept experimenting with it. Uh, I gave some to, like, a couple barbers, you know, just so they can try it out. Um, and I was getting really good feedback. So I started you know, branching out and sending it to some of my friends in, like, other states. You know, all good feedback. Um, and then I also learned, like, how much you needed to use because one person was like, you know, uh, yeah, I think I think it, I think it clogged my, my pores up. I, I'm not sure what happened. And I'm like, well, how much did you use? And they're like, oh, I, I scooped a big amount of it. And I'm like, I'm Come like, on, all dog. right, so you don't need to eat this. <laughs> you got to use it sparingly. Yeah. It's like... You know, like a beard bomb. You don't well, want to, like, cake it up. But you got to teach people, you know, if they're not used to taking care of like, their beauty stuff. You yeah, know, like, you got to teach that, you know, you got to educate them on the whole process. So, some of these people out here are savages, you know, never yeah. taking care of their skin or anything. Because all they had was a bar of soap before. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're getting a bomb, you know, what do you do with the bar of soap? Rub it real hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now they're like, you know, they're like, yeah, it, it uh, was kind of oily. It made me kind of break out. And I'm like, well, how much did you use? And they're like, oh, they're like, uh, yeah, I scooped a big amount of it. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you don't really need that much. You really just need to scoop like a mm-hmm. fingertip and you should be all right. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, all right, all right. Yeah. Let me, let me try that. And then they got back to me. They were like, yeah, I tried it that way and it definitely works much better. And I'm like, all right, cool. Sometimes you got to give a little YouTube gotta put the destruction. <laughs> got to put the directions on. <laughs> yeah. So, cause when I sent these out, they were just, uh, they were just blank. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have any labels or anything on them. So now like, you know. Now I'm a few months in. Now they have instructions. You know they have ingredients on them, how to use it, stuff like that. So now, uh, since that, since I've printed those labels, it hasn't really been any, uh, <laughs> any, <laughs> any uh, confusing or negative feedback. Instructions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, did, how did you go about picking the uh, the ingredients? Yeah, did you exactly. look at others, or did you, did you have like mm-hmm. a certain? In your mind, did you have, like, I want it to be, like, as natural, as natural or from possible. Africa? Or, like, what, what was the thought process around that? So, um, growing up, you know, my mom had me use a lot of different things, kind of like, you know, like, cocoa butter, like, shea butter, you know, um, jojoba oil, like, certain types of things <laughs> like that. So, you know, I... The necessary stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I, um, you know, so I looked at those, and I looked at the things that I was putting in my beard, like, beforehand, before I started this. And I was kind of like, you know, because there were like out of all the things that I did use, you know, that didn't work for me. There were a few things I did that did stick with me. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, let me, you know, combine these things and, 
you know, put it together and make it something, you know, like to give to other people, you know, to make, you know, their beard hydrated, to make it shiny, you know, to make their skin feel nice, you know, things like that. And, um, yeah, because a lot of people, I feel, I feel like these are regular ingredient, like regular ingredients, but like when people like ask me what I put in it, they're like, they're just, you know, so enthusiastic. They're like, man, what the hell do you put in that stuff? Like, you know, I used to all these other things and, and I hate them all, and I, but I like I like yours. I love yours. You know the things that happen when you use stuff from the earth and not like <laughs> science Chemicals. experiments. Stuff. Yeah. Like, wow, who the thoughts? Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, switching to natural products is a huge step. You know, and sometimes the body doesn't know what to do either. You know, like when people, um, like say health wise and like food, they go from like processed foods to like natural whole foods that they cook at home how much they feel better and they didn't even know you know yeah same thing definitely well so uh how did you so you went you you <laughs> you went from <laughs> your dad University. giving you the suggestions youtube experimenting <laughs> sending them out how did you how'd you launch the brand and come yes. up with the, the concept and all that so i uh Literally the only person that I kept in contact with while I was doing it was my dad for the most part. Um, Cause he was checking in a lot. He's like, yeah. So how you, how, how's that coming along? You still doing it? Like, does he have a beard? Yeah. My dad has Dude, a beard. Shout out to Papa bear. <laughs> yeah. You know, giving you the idea. It's all him. I actually hope my mind ends up like him. When, like when I get that age, he has like the nice, you know, salt and pepper. That's beard. how my dad's. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm trying to be salt and pepper, but it doesn't happen. It yeah. took a lot. I mean, he didn't get like that till his, he was yeah. in his like fifties. So yeah. Yeah, I probably got a ways to go. <laughs> Yeah, same with my dad. Uh, maybe I got to stress myself out a little more, you know. Maybe you know, that's work. what the homies say. Like, <laughs> like you don't have any gray hairs because you you never stress out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like with the uh, with the launch, um, I was kind of just like doing a lot of behind the scenes. So you know, I was, you know, uh, physically going to these barber shops. Like I stopped at a uh, members only, um, brought it to uh, the owner, Seymour. Uh, Brought it to him, um, asked him how he liked it, and he was like, "You know what? We're looking. We're actually looking for, you know, a new distributor because um, our guy he's a little too pricey and the stuff. Uh, people have different reactions to it, things like that. So I'm like, all right. So um, went to him. I already had the labels and things like that. So I uh, I made like a a little bulk batch, took it over to him, um, told him to let me know how like different people reacted to it." They were actually using it for the hair as well, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were using like at the end, you like to put in their clients' hair after they cut their hair and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and they were getting good feedback on that, and they were actually like, "Yeah, like people want to buy this stuff. Like, when are you actually gonna, you know, sell it? You know, we're already out of jars here." And I'm like, "Damn!" (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Damn, that was quick." Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, so I was just laying all the cards down first, you know, before I went you know media with it um i did maybe like a like a kind of like a soft a soft launch i guess you could say to just show like that i was like working on something and um it was basically a video of uh my barber putting it in my beard and then showing like the after effects you know like the shine and stuff like that and people just getting people kind of like getting their eyes open and then i want to say maybe two months later after I got everything taken care of, I had the, the photos for it. Um, PJ shot the photos. 
uh, it was actually a really cool shoot. I actually like, you know, I grabbed like little props for it. Um, the pictures kind of made it look like it was like in a little, like a little like beard town, I guess, you know, it was just like little benches and little, uh, little mountains, little buildings, stuff like that. It was pretty cool. And did you come up with that or did he, or is that a, Oh no, that was me. Like I went to, uh, I went to Michael's and I was just looking out at all this stuff. Cause originally I was just going to get like, you know, just like regular wood and like, you know, props to put behind it and stuff like that. And then I seen all the stuff that was there and I was like, yeah, this is what <laughs> we're, doing. Yeah. we're making the scene. Yeah. Change of plans. This is what <laughs> we're doing. So I just got all that stuff. And, um, yeah. And he, I mean, PJ, granted PJ always does like a phenomenal job. Like whenever yeah. I come to him with ideas, you know, he's always like, it seems like he executes them perfectly. Like how I had them in my head. Yeah. Uh, PJ does a good thing where, you know, photographer, he, uh, there's a good thing we always talk about men getting together with the client and giving it a good thought, like a nice beginning to end, like still telling a story about something, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's easier with me and him just because like we can bounce ideas off of each other. Like it's not like he'll bring an idea and I'll be like, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm totally open to any ideas he has, especially since he always has pretty good ideas. Mm-hmm. So you know, we got that together and I had those photos just chilling in the vault for like a month. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? It was like the end of summer. It was uh, August, August 4th, matter of fact. And it was uh, pretty much the end of summer, kind of like, you know, beginning of fall season. And I feel like both like, you know, go hand in hand, like as far as like beard care and stuff like that, like summer, you want to shine in winter, you just want your skin to stay moist. You know what I mean? Especially here. <laughs> yes. The struggle is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy out here. <laughs> I never, I especially never coming from Texas where it's all humid. Or even yeah. Pennsylvania is like way more humid, you know, like you don't need to put a lot when you're over there because there's moisture in the air. It's Your body constant, takes. It's yeah. a constant battle, bro. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. Like, there were times in Texas I didn't even really have to use lotion. Like, I was still just fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you come out here, it's like you got to put Twice the a day. bottle on you. Twice a day. <laughs> you know, the lady's like, she gets, she's like, oh, you using the thick one? I'm like, baby, it's wintertime. <laughs> like, you need the thick shea butter, you know, like in the winter. So your skin is fantastic in the summertime, you know? You got to prep winter for summer. It's like the yeah. beach bond. Yeah, you can't use that watery stuff during the uh, during the winter. Mm-hmm. And in the summertime, you use the light stuff because you know you already moisturized. Like we we know yeah. <laughs> we're adults. My skin's definitely drier in the winter. It's just mm-hmm. tough. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Especially you, Sean. You like to go up to the lake all the time in the summer, so you're over there already in the moisture. Keeping hydrated. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So like with the launch, you know, at first I was thinking about like a uh, like a video, and then I was kind of like. I don't really know exactly what I want to do. And then if I'm not satisfied with it, it's just going to prolong it. So I'm like, I got these photos from PJ and I'll just drop it like this. Um, so I, I went on a, like an e-commerce, went on a Shopify, um, you know, designed the website. That was like probably the most stressful part out of all of it. <laughs> just setting up a website. Like it was just like, do I want to go like? There's a lot of options. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's kind of overwhelming. At and first. you want it yeah. to be satisfying to yourself, like exactly. not necessarily everyone else. Like it has to be great for, like for you. A billion different layouts yeah. and color schemes, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, same like, thing when we were setting up ours. I was like, I, where do you even start? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. Like all the way down to like the wording. Like you 
proofread everything you've put on the site like 50 times just to make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Just even like the, uh, like the theme, like, you know, do you want to go multicolor? Do you want to go black and white? Do you want to keep it plain or do you want to like have it like fruitful? Like, what do you want to yeah. do? Or just choose one color and that's it. And like, yeah, yeah. It's just so much, so much options out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. So, you know, I was up, you know, day and night on that, uh, just thinking about what to use. And then, you know, even getting like photos, uh, well not photos, but, um, like logos. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Hernan, he actually runs the, uh, the clothing line, uh, Karma Astra. You might've seen it. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I actually, uh, I think he was even at, uh, you know, how we talked about Carlos hype tea and stuff. Yes, at the flea market, I saw the sneakers out there that he does and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he he was at that one. Um, so he's really good with uh with graphic like design, like I've, because I work with him, so I've literally seen him just you know in the break room just with his iPad and his uh his Apple Pen just drawing stuff just freehand. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's making dope shit. Yeah, yeah, just. Working on that all day, like, every time I go in there, I'm like, yo, man, did you eat yet? Like, did you even eat? He's, <laughs> you know. He's like, yeah, I am eating, dog. <laughs> Over here drawing, like, this is how I eat. Yeah, yeah. So, I went to him, and, you know, and he's like, he knows it like the back of his hand. So, like, I'd ask him for something, and he would do it in, like, five minutes. You know, and it's just like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get to that level, you know. <laughs> just in case I need to do something for myself. But um, he did that, and I have a friend, um, a friend Greg, who actually made them into like uh, like PDFs and all that other stuff. He looked up like beard logos and kind of like freestyled it himself. And um, so I he did the logos, Hernan did the did the text, and I put them all together. And I was like, yeah, I, I got something right here. It's nice and plain. I feel like people go for simplicity these days. So you know, I got a nice simple name. I didn't want it to you know look like a crazy ass tattoo or something like that. You know, I just wanted something nice and simple. You know, I got to the point. Did he des- so he designed the logo for your website? Um, Greg, Greg designed the logo. Hernan did the, uh, did the text. Okay. And um, he actually did like, so there were these labels. The labels ended up not working because c- they were too big. So, um, but he did the, uh, the labels for it, like the warnings and all that stuff. And it was actually pretty cool. I actually want to revisit those, you know, eventually. Um, when I figure out the right re- uh, measurements and stuff like that. But yeah, they both played a, a big part in just the, uh, the logo and the text and everything like that. Um, and, you know, I've been getting good feedback about that. Like people just like love how the jars look. They, they love how the website looks. Yeah. It's like, like when Caesar first showed it to mm-hmm. me, I was like, it's so it's clean, simple, clean. Like, yeah, that, well, that's you know, what like- you, because people get too busy and try and do too much mm-hmm. all the time. And when you go to a website with, for something like this, you want to look at the product. You want to see, yeah. Let's show me the product. Let me get down to business. I don't need to go through a million pages. Like, and this it is flows, where, like, flows minimalism because well. minimalism is popular now. But this is when it works because it's just everyone is always like super busy in their websites, but just like simple, boom, boom, boom. This is what I got. This is what I need. Let's go. And you tell your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got your statement up front. I saw too, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's because I well, at first I didn't really know it was going to be circled around the butter so much um but it's really like a uh the butter is really like the universal product out of everything that i sell on there like i'm still discovering things about it that it does to this day like (laughs) i went to get a haircut the other day and um well 
I don't know if you know Will uh, Willie Beeman. He um, so he cuts my hair, and uh, I gave him a jar. Probably in the summer, I gave him this jar, and he still has that same jar. Which is, I think, that's something. What I feel like that's a reason why people like the butter so much because you don't need to keep buying it so often. Yeah. Like unless you want to try like new scents and stuff like that, and want to like you know have them like how you have your colognes. Like oh, I want to use this one today, or I want to use that one today. You know, and I. But I was, uh, I Got went the to pumpkin him. spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at the website in a while. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, and it's just because it's like, it's so dense. And like, so just like any, like even for food, when it's like dense in nutrients, you only, yeah. you only need a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's cutting my hair and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, I'm like, how's the butter? I was like, do you need more? And he's like, nah. He's like, I'm only like halfway. Mm-hmm. He's like, but yo, he's like, yeah, um, a couple of the guys come in here, you know, and I cut their hair and uh, I put some of that on and it helps with the razor bumps. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, for real? I was like, uh. Interesting. Like, I, I was like, I feel like that kind of makes sense. I mean. Yeah. Especially all natural, your body likes it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like the like, moisture and, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe. Uh, yeah. It's. <laughs> No, especially yeah, like I have no idea. Like, all you curly haired yeah. people with beards yes. know what we're talking about. Exactly. You know. Cause it happens and like like for me too, like when I shave, I can't shave against the grain because then my hair goes underneath it, then I get razor bumps, you know? Mm-hmm. And things like that. Like people know, you know, people of color, you got the different hair than you <laughs> than the average person. Yeah, you can't just mm-hmm. shave your head backwards and call it a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so he told me that, and I was just kind of like, oh, wow. I was like, all right. And then a few of the people that he actually cut that don't have beards, and, and they were, like, hitting me up to, like, get a jar. And I'm like, I'm like, damn. I'm like, what are you yeah, using that- it for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it, it really does work for that then. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, man, that was that was crazy, just, like, you know, discovering that and stuff like that. It was just I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of like excited to see like what else it actually does. Cause there's even times that like, like my friends, they'll say like, it smells so good that like they'll put it on like their skin. Like they'll put it on their neck. Like it's cologne. Like cologne. Like the, <laughs> uh, cause there, there is some cologne where it's like a wax or something. And yeah. like they put it on their neck and their wrist, like a regular cologne. Yeah. And it's just waxing. It kind of stays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could see like how it would make sense just because like, even with regular cologne, like you put Vaseline on the spots you're going to put it on, it's going to last a lot longer, you know. So if something's already in that kind of form, you know, and it already has the scent too, yeah, it's, it's kind of just there. Like, yeah, it's like a one stop shop uh-huh. if you want to smell good, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> I see too, like you also went to like even chapstick too. Yeah, yeah. So the chapstick, I was a little, uh, I was a little skeptical on just because, um, basically, the first batch that I made was kind of just like. You know, I I just put it out there. Like, I didn't... Well, I experimented, with like, with myself, but as far as, like, everybody... Like, I feel like everybody's different. You know, and people are in different parts of the, the country and stuff like that. So, you know, like, somewhere in Nevada, you might have to put it on, like, five or six times. But somewhere in, like, Florida, you might have to just put it on once and you're good. You know? <laughs> One time at night or something. Yeah. You know, or in the when you wake up. Yeah, so, like, with that, it was kind of more just looking at every ingredient I was putting in it. And just making sure that it was good for lips. And, yeah, I, I put that all together. It took me a few different times just because, like, wax. Something that's, like, majority wax, 
it dries so quick. Like literally as soon as you like you pour it out, it's already drying. And it's like, damn. All right. <laughs> so let me reheat this, do it again, reheat it. Do it. I, I did it at least like five different times where I had to reheat it, put it in again, fill it, fill, uh, fill up every tube. And I had to keep doing that. But the, uh, the feedback I got on that was actually pretty good as well. Um, a lot of people were, you know, just saying, you know, that they didn't need to use much. And I was like, all right, well, that's a good thing. Uh, they liked the smell of it. I made it vanilla. I figured vanilla is the most like, you know, neutral smell. I feel like mm-hmm. nobody would mind their lips smelling like vanilla. You know, there's other chapsticks out there that are like cherry and strawberry and stuff like that. And people are just like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't want my have little know, kids eat. Especially have little kids eat it. Little kids licking my chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially a man. I don't think a man wants his lips smelling like strawberries or some shit no, like and that. vanilla is a good like you said like kind of neutral everyone likes it like generally everyone likes the vanilla smell flavor yeah taste. i'm not trying to pick my <laughs> chapstick like kool-aid flavors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah for sure but um yeah i dipped in with that um i dipped in with the balm and it's funny that i like have all these other new items because at first i felt like I felt like the butter was going to be it. Like it was going to be everything. Like it was just like, all right, yeah, you can use this for everything you want for a beard. And I was kind of just like, nah, I should kind of give some, some variety, you know, some people like this, some people like this, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I dipped into the balm. Um, Just the balm is more, it's thicker, leaves your beard just as hydrated, leaves it just as shiny, but it's a whole lot thicker and it's for you to like style it. You know, so if you have stragglies all over the place, this will lay them down, you know, and it pretty much stays. Like, how I experiment with my products is I wear them to work. So if I work 10 hours and the product is still, like, intact, then it's like, all right, yeah. That's what, I'm gonna it put, works. that's what I'm going to put it yeah. for. Try to test it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, harshest like, environments. In real life situations. <laughs> not like, you know, on YouTube, you see it's like, oh, I'm going to try something out, you know, for a day. Like, no. Work 10 hours if you don't have to, like, mess with your beard or nothing the whole time, then obviously it does good shit. Yeah. Yeah, so basically I was just pinning it off that. It was like whenever I was done with my work shift, you know, I looked to see if it was still soft, see if it was still intact, and I'm just like, all right. So I'll put that at last nine or ten plus hours. (laughs) That was basically how I was going with stuff. Scientific testing (laughs) shows it'll last nine or ten hours. Yeah. So for those of those people out there who don't <laughs> have a beard or have a, don't have a long beard, mm-hmm. you know, what do you how do you introduce them to the product and, and explain the benefits of using this product, you know, a product that for those guys who only have used a bar of soap their yeah. whole lives. So like cuz there's I mean there's been people that, you know, have short beards and um I feel like they don't, there's a lot of people that don't know the difference between like butter and balm, you know? So like I've had people with very short beards, you know, by the balm and I, you know, I'd write them like, Hey man, you know, you sure this is what you want? This is for, <laughs> this is for long beards, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, let me grab the other one then. You know, I don't think I, I'm gonna let my beard get that long. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you should get the other one. You know, I, I kind of want to let them know before I send anything out. You know, just so I can kind of like figure it out and do inventory and stuff like that. But I think we're even where I attract the crowd without them is 
these products can be used for hair. So, like, say somebody doesn't have a beard, but they can, like, get waves. You know, the balm could be a substitute for, like, beeswax or Murray's or anything like that. Whatever they're using to get the- mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever they use to get the waves, basically. Um, and, like, even a style, like, even if people have, uh, you know, a real thick mustache, you know, they can use the balm to style the mustache or keep the mustache intact, keep it, you know, from getting in their mouth or anything like that. They could get that little curve everybody likes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> a little yeah. twist. Yeah, nice little uh, little handlebars. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like even aside from that, like, that's kind of why I dipped into not a big variety, but, like, a uh, just something, like, to choose from, like, things that people wear every day. So, like, I kind of went with hats, you know, for now. Just uh, so if somebody didn't have one, they could at least wear the hat. You know, I the the goal at the end of it all is uh, is ultimate confidence. So, you know, whether you're wearing the hat or you're wearing the product or anything like that, you know, it's kind of still like projecting that that uh, that message. Ultimate confidence. I like it. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good uh, spot to take our first break. Caesar, do you have a song this week? Oh, of course. Uh, you know, we're fans of uh, hip hop from across the planet. And uh, my song of the week is the Loyal Carter. Carter, he came out with an album uh, right before the year ended, and this is like one of the singles off of it called uh, "Nobody Knows." And uh, listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. I told the black man he didn't understand I reached the white man, he wouldn't take my hand I sat alone in the shadows of a man with my eyes closed Told myself I should've ran, I'm the boss And I'm supposed to have a plan But can't think till I figure who I am Are you lost, huh? Or are you just another man? Sitting in my sunshine, trying to catch a tan Listen, outside I can feel the sun's rain I love it, inside I was bumping John Wayne Made peace, you can never say the wrong name ADHD, say my last one long game And don't fuck it up, say Reveal nothing Guys I used to run with a steady still puffing But what did they expect? Yo what did they expect? Hey yo I never used to think of the effect When my dad passed straight biological neglect The other one sunset sitting on the steps I was left Mum came heavy in her breath Tears on my face transferring to her chest I was left And she would say he ain't coming but I can tell him that you love him And I was shout, nah, love means nothing Say I wanna hug, I wanna talk, I want something See, I reached the black man, he wouldn't take my hand Told the white man, he didn't understand I sat alone in the shadows of a man with my eyes closed Told myself I should've ran, I'm the boss And I'm supposed to have the plan But can't think till I figure who I am Are you lost? Or are you just another man? Sitting in my sunshine my eyes wide, tears cried, the news lied, but he died, so who am I? And yo, I'm asking, who am I? Because my kid will maybe have them blue eyes, and he won't understand the pain that's in mine. And late at night, I wonder, maybe that's why. Because I never want to hear the same cry from a kid who doesn't fit in to the world that he lives in. A half cast, just kidding, wear a mask, just kidding, move arse, just whip him. You're no sitting. 
Caesar song of the week. It was "Nobody Knows" by Loyal Carner. Yeah, South London represents. Um, he's just very introspective, and everyone knows that's, I love that shit. So nice UK hip hop. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> that it? You don't know? <laughs> well, like just listen. Like the he got a little bit of bars. Is good, you know. Like you guys heard the song. It's, it's great. <laughs> All right. You know, self-explanatory. I don't need to explain everything all the time. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, let's get back. To, let's get back to him, to Dennis, and to Dennis bra- and the brand. Um, as you've launched it, you know, and you've kind of you said you've expanded. Do, do you have any plans for any other products, or um, are you sticking? What's the future? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of want to dip more back into uh like apparel uh like fashion and stuff like that but it's not the main picture so i'm not really focused on that right now like i feel like i can get to it whenever i have some downtime but um i've actually been experimenting with like beard and face soap i didn't realize the process for it takes so long like i uh i started on some test bars probably 2 weeks before Christmas and with soaps, like when you make homemade soaps, it has like a curing stage. So like after you make it, like it might be ready to use, but you still, you have to let it sit. So it's been sitting for about three weeks now. Oh shit. (laughs) So it's like a, uh, it's kind of like you kind of have to get like a scale for it. Um, you have to weigh it because every time you weigh it, like you could check it by the day or a few days or however you want to do it. But, check it by the day and the weight keeps going down you know so you have to wait till it's at a consistent weight oh interesting yeah what what do you know what when you put in it that makes the weight change and go lighter um i'm not exactly sure i know that they say that the curing process means that the water is drying out of it and like getting out of it yeah the moisture yeah Mm -hmm. so it's basically just you know, it's it's that heavy because I guess all the moisture that's in it, but it's letting all the moisture, you know, dry out of it so that it can be used, you know, and lathered and stuff like that. And it won't be, you know, super So long. this and this is the first batch, so you, you don't know how yeah, long yeah. this is going to take. You're just waiting uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. going down. I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm, I'm here for the ride as of now. I, mean, I've been, <laughs> I went, I went home. I went to, uh, uh, I went to Pennsylvania for a Christmas break. I was there all the way till New Year's. So I was there for about a week and... I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, yeah, when I get back, the soap should be good. It should be good. (laughs) It should be good. And then I waited, and I was like, all right. I was like, so it's it's gone down. 
a lot, but you know, let me just check it in like two days to see what happens. And I checked it in two days and it was still going down. And I'm just like, damn, <laughs> like, I, I guess I still got to wait. So, uh, uh, so like from watching fight club, is there like fat, like what goes into a soap? All right. So it's, uh, it's actually crazy because a lot of soaps use this, but, um, have you ever heard of a uh, lie? Yeah. L Y E. So lie like by itself is complete is like dangerous. It's very dangerous. You know, like it could like burn. Is it like super acidic? Like, no, right? it's like like Fight Club, right? Like or, that's uh, they put it on his fucking opposite, hand. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the yeah alkalinity. It's, mm-hmm. it's bad. It's like you know, uh, like toilet cleaner, yeah. basically. Uh, well, not toilet cleaner, but uh, porcelain pipe, or something. Pipe cleaner. Oh shit! Yeah, pipe cleaner. <laughs> so okay, I was looking at that, and I'm just kind of like, I don't want to deal with it. It's like uh, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. So like I even uh, when I first started with it. I didn't, uh, I thought I, I thought I ordered it on Amazon, but I didn't. <laughs> so I actually ordered something else, um, to like harden the bars to make them last longer. But I thought I got that and I was like, Oh damn, I don't even have this ingredient. <laughs> so I went to, I went to home Depot and I asked them and they were like, all right, well, this is all we have. And it was like, it was like uh instant hot, like drain cleaner. And I'm like, this doesn't even, <laughs> like, it doesn't even sound I'm gonna good to use. I'm going to put this in my sink. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to wash my face with this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this doesn't sound good to use. Mm-hmm. So I took a different route and went with, uh, like, melt and pour. So it, like, you know, it has shea butter. Basically, um, it has the lye, but the lye is already broken down. It's not, you know, fresh lye that you could, like, easily just pour right in your toilet. It's not your, It's not as pipes. harsh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not It's not harsh. So I'll, I went that route. And it's a good, like, soap base. So I was like, all right, yeah, let me go with this. I'll go with this one. And then I um, I used a bunch, like, a bunch of different things. Like, I used, like, a, like soybean oil. Um, I used rosemary just because, like, rosemary is, it's good for hair. It's really good for hair. Like Cleansing, very light. Yeah, it's good for that. It's good for, like, hair growth. It promotes the growth, you know, stuff like that. I used that, jojoba oil. Um Used a little bit of regular shea butter, even though the uh, the mountain pour was already that. You know, so I used all those things, and I didn't get it on the first try. I got it on maybe, like, the fourth, because <laughs> uh, it's really, you got to be really precise with the measurements. Like, if you use too much of this and not, like, a, mu- a lot of this, like, it feels like, it kind of feels like a sponge. No, it's you science. Know? You have to, like, you know, trials and, like, Trial go, and go through it. Yeah. yeah. Perfecting the formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I also used uh, I also used beer in it. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> so beer, uh, the hops, like when you first open it and it makes that noise, um, that's actually very good for like the skin, kind of like a good like barrier for the skin. Interesting. So I was like, all right, and also I seen that um, well, it's a company I don't really use like that anymore, but uh, Duke Cannon, they were using that in their beer wash as well. So I was like, all right, well. I'm going to put it in like a brick of soap and not in a wash. Like I didn't want to use a wash because washes don't last long, you know, uh, especially when they're homemade. They only have, I think it's only like weeks that it lasts. Oh, really? Okay. I'm like, no, I was like, I want something that, you know, it's going to last like some longevity. So you're going to use for a little bit and you know, yeah. Like you could, and you don't have to wash your beard every day. I mean, if you want, that's on you, but. It's like girls when they wash their hair like every other day or something. Yeah. Or every three days, whatever. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to add longevity and then to add more longevity, I actually uh, found these um, 
mesh pouches for it so uh, so that it lasts longer, so that you're not just, like, rubbing di- the soap directly. You know, it's going through this pouch, <laughs> and you're getting that lather, and it's like, all right, yeah. This you got to use a, a rag or something. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, one of the for all white, of white, white people are just straight bars. Jacobian the brothers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's got it. Uh, I couldn't imagine. That's got to be crazy. Just, just a, just a raw bar, just to the face. It's yeah, yeah. Crazy. A loofah or something. A brush. I had this discussion in class one day with the students. Like, what they say? Like, how many of you guys just are just straight just raw, straight raw, just raw dog the bar. bar, just raw dog the bar? And the girls were like, "What?" I'm like, "Look around you yeah. at these savages that you these were are the fuckers about. you like." <laughs> They're raw dog and bars of soap. So then, like they were trying to explain to someone what a loofah was. Yeah, it's like what is a loofah? Like the exfoliation is necessary in the body, motherfuckers. Fifteen-year-old boys, though, you know. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wear blankets to school and shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, mesh, no raw dog, and you gotta have a protection. I just yes. bought new rags. <laughs> yeah. New year, new Rex. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's the thing. Like every, because that loofah only lasts so much after your skin gets in there. You know, they, like you need a loofah every, you know, month, every two months. Guys, mm-hmm. change I, your loofahs. I, I, I just feel like it's kind of crazy when, like, when you, you know, you stay at somebody's house and you're like, yeah, can I get a rag? And they're like, <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> that's why you bring your own in your fucking dot bag. Even like my first apartment. <laughs> yeah. I had like one rag, you know, for me. <laughs> yeah, the home. They're like, you, you use a loofah, and I was like, you raw dog the soap. Like, like, uh, we're not sharing soap anymore, yeah, bro. No, no. <laughs> got our, I'm, getting, I'm getting my own shit now. Yeah, this is my shit over here. Don't touch my shit. <laughs> got to, got to bring you your own wild ass motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> your own toiletries just to stay at somebody's house. It's crazy. No, and that's what, dude. <laughs> as you get older, you know, and you realize how important this shit is. Yeah. Yeah. And that aspect, yeah, like, hospitality is more like a lost art at that point. It's crazy. Yeah, so you got the mesh, you got the soap. Um, you, you I'm getting excited work. about this. Dude, I'm, like, I'm, it's like a science experiment. I want to watch it. No, it's, but, it's uh, yeah, so you use this, uh, uh, not lie, you, you're not using toilet cleaner on your body. <laughs> no. And so, like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so I put all that together. I'm still, I'm still waiting to use it. Um I'm waiting until the weight like stays at a consistent weight, because they say once you do, once you do that, you know you can use it. So I'm kind of just like, I'm getting kind of antsy, kind of waiting on it, because it's been like, damn, I went on vacation and I came back and like the weight is still going down. Like, hurry the hell up, you know what I mean? But I'm excited to see how like how it works. Like I'm more so excited to see like how the lather is on it, you know, to see if it's like really foamy or if oh well, these are usable, but. They're not what I want to use, you know. So it's just a lot of different questions. Yeah. Yeah. The process continues. I'm down to be a guinea pig. So, you know. Yeah. Like, cut me off a brick. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always – and that's kind of how you have to do these things. Like, I feel like with something like this, you can't just make it and use it only on yourself and be like, yeah, this is good. Everyone's skin type is different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and you weren't, I mean, we have a lot of people on here who are entrepreneurs and stuff. Yes. yes. You, you know, people, were you like scared or nervous of, of failure or just, or like it hurt, just determined, it, it hurting somebody because it's going on. You're just determined. You're like, I'm doing this no matter. Like, this is what I want to do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll worry about the, you know, the process later. I'm just going to start doing this. No, it was like, I was looking 
like real deep into like even the like the essential oils that you use, you know, because some of them can be dangerous and like granted by themselves they are dangerous. But like I was looking at the ones that are like natural and, you know, somebody were to rub this on them like it wouldn't, you know, be anything crazy like they have to go to the hospital. or not going to give them a crazy rash or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I'm like. So you've done a lot of, you did a lot of research, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I made sure literally everything was safe. Like the only thing that could really happen was you know, somebody using too much and clogging their pores, you know. So that was the main thing. Uh, you just make it sound so easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, how fantastic is natural product? Yeah, you I know? just started making this stuff. Like, you know? and I use stuff from the earth. <laughs> and guess and guess what? It's good for you in moderation, just like everything else. Now, I, I can't even lie. I still get surprised by how, like, how much people love the butter just because, like, that one was literally one try and I got it. The only thing I changed was like the butter so that it was a different color. And I'm just like, and people were telling me like, mm-hmm. this stuff is amazing and it does all these things. And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't like, I, it's hard to process in my mind because I tried it once and like figured it out. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, nah. Sometimes you get home run right, right when you get up to bed. Sometimes <laughs> I mean, does, if you're using quality ingredients, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And like also going from, it was something I, Going from no product to using product mm. was a huge difference on, you know, your skin, your whatever it is. Like, yeah. when you first started, like, wow, what difference? Yeah. Like, how awesome is this? Like, when, you guys, when you guys first start, first start using rags or, uh-huh. or loofahs, you're, you're going to be exfoliating your skin, you know, yeah. using it how it's supposed to be. And, and you're going to notice a difference out there, mm-hmm. people who don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right off the rip. Like, no, and it's good because it's just like. Once you feel better, you're going to be better in general, you know, ultimate confidence. Yeah. And just taking, I think guys, especially, you're not taught that. Mm-mm. You're just taking a couple extra minutes a day to make sure, like, you look good and you feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's that was my whole thing, like, with this, because it's like, even after I went through my experimental period, like, you know, just with the butter, I'm like, damn, like, you know, I go outside or... You know, I have a, a shoot or something like that. And, you know, I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like, damn, my beard was shiny as hell. Look, like, I look so moisturized. Yeah. You know? No, especially, like, check out PJ's shit that he takes of Dennis. Fantastic. And for those of you who don't know, yeah, PJ's yeah. the photographer yeah. who's done our work. He did the our, you know, our Our photo, latest shoot and stuff uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, our latest mm-hmm. photos for the, for the podcast. So salute to PJ. And, like, yeah, and, like, and I noticed, like, when I do talk to PJ about these photos, like, I was like, yo, how much was this Dennis's idea or, like, both of you guys' idea? He's like, actually, it was both of us, like, a good collaboration. And I was like, they look fucking fantastic. I yeah. love it. It's like, like with, the, uh, with the clothing, it's kind of just like, like, when I do just, like, regular shoots of me, it's kind of just like, all right, well, let's try this. All right, yeah, now let's try this. And no. it's kind of like, all right, cool. And your style is very broad. Like, I saw, like, you had, like, something with, like, some denim, right? Mm-hmm. On there, then like that looks very cowboy esque and yeah. things like that. But then you have like this, like the style was like very puffy coat stuff too. Yeah, and I was like, damn, like his his style is very diverse, and I love it. Yeah, I I feel like PJ PJ likes working with me because like, like I'll give him like tasks. <laughs> so it's like, like the uh, for the um, the Easy Gap uh, round jacket. You know, it was outside, and he's like, man. He's like, I haven't shot outside in, like, a year. And I was just like, 
well, <laughs> I was like, let's go. <laughs> well, here we are. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, can you let's tell tell everyone where they can find your product, mm-hmm. how they can uh, get a hold of you if they want to follow you and and uh, get some get some. Some, get, get some him products. Yeah, get some personal hygiene up in their lives. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the website is iamheme.be. Uh, you can also find it on Instagram. I finally, I, I can't believe how hard that process is just to connect like your website to your Instagram. <laughs> it literally took me like three weeks. But <laughs> you can now like um, go on the Instagram. The Instagram is heme.himllc. You can go on there and buy directly off Instagram. Um, uh, spell it all out for everybody. H e e m. dot h i m l l c. You can go on there. Uh, the shop is on there, so you can view the shop from there. Uh, I feel like that's a lot simpler, you know, because like if I promote the product, you can easily just click on it and buy it. Yeah, you compared got, to going on to the website. You got the beard spray, got the snapback hat, the balm, the butter. The comb. The comb. You got the, you know, the lip balm. Everything. And then you got the, the beard the beard kit that yeah. has that has everything. Yeah. In in one bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kit is uh the kit's been doing actually very well, which I was actually kind of surprised because um just because, like, you know, the price, especially, like, with people, like, I, even with myself, like, if I'm looking at something and I see something, like, you know, priced at $100 and it's for, like, hair and skin, I'm kind of just like, well, how do I know that this is really going to work? Or how do I know I'm going to like this? Or you right, know, anything right. like that. But it's, once you do know, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah, like, that product shot of everything. Did Felicia do it or was that PJ? That was Felicia. Dude, and it just looks like an ad from a magazine. It yeah. looks so fucking good. I was just like, yo, this is fantastic. Yeah, so the so the ad, that was um I was just looking up old like advertisements. I I like the old ones because they were so they were so colorful and they were so, you know, they took up the whole picture. You know what I mean? So I was just looking at a bunch of old ones and I came across this juice box one that had like a, you know, a coupon at the bottom and it was like give your kid an A for this and give him an A for that. Yeah. And I was just like Yo, that's like perfect. And, you know, I gave her the ideas. She had a mood board of her own. Um, I actually let her keep all the products for like a week because she was like, I, w- I have so many different ideas. And yeah. I was like, hey, I was like, do your thing. Do do whatever you want. No, and, it, it looks yeah. so good. It looked like an ad, like an old like Sports Illustrated or like an old Playboy or something like that, where it was just like a full spread on yeah. one page. And it had like description of the product the product looking fantastic like it was it was fucking great yeah she's uh she's really good like she's very creative yeah yeah (laughs) anthony's always like salute to my wife for being like the better half you know yeah like she Mm -hmm. you know i granted with me and pj it's kind of just like you know on site we can bounce ideas back and forth and it still comes out you know 10 out of 10 and like with her it's like okay i have this idea and then like a few days later she'll hit you up like Hey, so I made up this mood board. And then when you see the, the yeah. mood board and you look at all the ideas and I'm like, uh, oh shit, I never thought of this. Yeah, we can use this. No. So, she, I mean, she, different ways. She's a product of like everyone that's been around Masterpiece and she just takes and like takes the best of everybody and puts it in her own art, creative stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as long as you're, you know, as long as you're not time sensitive on anything, like her ideas as well, she's just like, because there's been times like, Pretty much almost every time I've went, where it's just like, 
do you have anything to do after or do you need to leave like right away? Cause I have more ideas. It's like, <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got all the time you need. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's make it happen. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for, uh, coming on and sharing. We're going to take a second break here. Mm-hmm. Play uh, my song of the week is wishing by Edo G master ace and Pete rock. Uh, originally, I originally heard this way back on Boondocks. Dude, this is at OG. It's on my favorite episode of the Boondocks, so the, Martin Luther, King, the Martin Luther King Jr. episode. Yes. So, uh, Great show. Listen and enjoy. Love you. President will stop lying, black babies will stop crying, and young brothers will stop dying. I wish the police would stop killing, politicians stop stealing and acting like they're not dealing. When they know they got bricks in the street, at the country club fixing to eat, I can see them now. I wish we get this shit figured out and stop going the trigger route and acting all niggered out on the block with the nine cock. I wish we try and stop. Stop wishing for the pine box I wish she wasn't so obsessed with death Tell me is it cause we blessed with less? I don't know really I wish the world was safer I'm scared to travel abroad That's why I travel with the Lord I wish a cab would stop for me in the rain I know you wanna call me insane I'm a dreamer I'm a dreamer Seven years old. If there's life after death, is heaven this cold? I wish I could wipe the tears of all the crying mothers. Wish New York niggas didn't start flying colors. I wish my people stop avoiding the truth. BT stop poisoning youth. We need changes for teenagers as they go through phases. More than just a concrete jungle, the world got green acres. I wish I'd been more diligent. Smart cats rhyme militant, the rest rhyme ignorant. I wish the world didn't give us funny looks. Think we all just dummies and crooks. Athletes and entertainers singing hooks. We need more black babies that's in the books. Read on. I wish God could take away the pain. I know you wanna call me insane. I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Come through customs. I wish Christians stopped beefing with Muslims. Wish the poor didn't have to take welfare. Wish America had universal health care. Cause there ain't no help here. In a country where we don't fight fear, the American dream becomes a nightmare. It's all hype here. And on this track, my soul I might bear. I wish Bush just get out of office before he start World War III and try to off us. It won't cost them, but it'll cost us. And right now, believe me, lost us.
back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was Wishing by Ed O.G., Master Ace, and Pete Rock. Yeah, great song. You know, obviously, talk, you know, the theme of Martin Luther King Jr., his birthday coming up. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the song. It's, it's old. It takes me back to that episode of Boondocks. And, and Ed O.G., very underrated. Like, yeah. You know. Definitely a East Coast underground mm-hmm. rapper from the... 2000s and we're both big fans of mass ace very good storyteller and like obviously pete rock on the production can't go wrong you can't go wrong with pete rock at all so yeah listen and enjoy mm-hmm. all right it's time for the meandering questions dennis the hard hitting <laughs> are you ready for this yes all right all right uh, first question who's someone you look to for inspiration um so i look to a lot of my friends um one in particular, I look to a, a friend of mine. His name's Leonard. Uh, everybody calls him LB. He's uh, so he worked a corporate job, you know, uh, in tech. But he was always into fitness, you know, always into fitness, always into working out, stuff like that. And the one day he just randomly texts me. He's like, "Bro, I think I'm gonna quit my job today." And I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I think I'm just gonna quit and I'm gonna go full time with this with this business." with this, uh, this fitness thing. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, hell yeah. You know, that's, that's cool, man. And, um, like now, like granted, he's doing great. Like I've seen his, his training camp. He runs a training camp in like the summer. I've seen his training camp go from like eight, nine people to like 50 people. And it's like, yo, like that's, that's crazy. Like it's, it's really inspiring, you know, and just to see like, cause I, I think right now he's in, he's in Cabo right now, like in Mexico. And it's just like, chilling hard Damn, it's just like man you know like you know to see the success he followed yeah. you know fall through what's what's the name of his brand or what he does um training with lb okay um his instagram is lb got soul s-o-l-e um also he's a big uh fashion guy too I think with s-o-l-e i understand yeah yeah he's a real big fashion guy uh me and him always bounce things back and forth just about like sneakers um just like you know like old sneakers uh we're always surprised that, you know, the old sneakers we got, like, you know, me and him both have the original Nike Yeezys, you know, and we, we make little jokes like back and forth, kind of just like, yeah, you know, you're not a real Yeezy fanatic if you don't have like a pair of these. You don't have the Octobers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So very good segue to the next question. Yeah, that was perfect. Nike or Adidas? All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a tough one with that big sigh. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, it's, it is a very tough one. I feel like I have more history with Nike just because the most universal shoe is made by Nike. You know, the Air Force One. Oh, I knew, I knew you were going <laughs> to especially with the Bapes that you got on right now. Yeah. Like it's, it's the most universal shoe, you know, like anybody could wear a pair of Air Force Ones, but you know, like <laughs> as far as Adidas, like, you know, they have their shoes they and they're usually very comfortable, very comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, you kind of got to go with what you grew up on. And, yeah, I grew up on Nike. So. Try to get my wife to get some Air Force Ones. Yeah. <laughs> Girls in Uptown. <clears throat> What's up? That's so funny. As long as they're new, though. Yeah. 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 Especially on the internet now, they're like, these trash-ass Air Force Ones kids are wearing, you know? Like, crease, cool. But like you know, get a toothbrush and vinegar. I mean, and they water always got new color sty- colorways and constantly coming out, and they're not like expensive. Like they're not 
like dunks or something. You can just go buy a pair of Air Forces for 75 yeah. bucks now. I remember back in the day when they were like 40, 50 bucks before Damn. the Nelly song came out. You know, like. I would just watch the thing about that. Nelly was talking about how they never got any money or anything from They that. got nothing. He got like and a Nike special sales. edition shoe. Yeah. Nike sales went up. Yeah. Yeah. You boosted our sales. Here's a sneaker for you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you don't give it any profit. You just get this shit. Corporations, good job. Yeah, no, exactly. I, yeah, I, I just remember just back in the day, like, you know, especially around the time that that song came out, like, you can get a pair of forces, get you like a tall tee, get you a fitted, <laughs> and some chucks. And it was under, it was <laughs> under hundred hundred bucks. Chucks, you get chucks, forces, white tee, less than a hundred bucks. And now, no, no, no. What it, it was. That was a time, man. That was definitely a time. Yeah, all white ones too. Mm-hmm. You, are you all? You're all white guy. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I had a couple. I had a couple. You know, uh, different colors. Like I'd get some. Like I like. I like them real simple. Like I like the ones that like. They were all white, and then it had like a red check or a navy blue check or something like that. You know, I didn't want some. You know, some that's crazy. how you know though. Like, and all you wild. That's all ass- you need. So all you need is just the yeah. check to be a different color. Everything else is all white. And all yeah. you wild ass motherfucking wearing mids. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a lost art. My first pair was a was a pair of mids. My mom got them for me. Mm. She didn't know. I was like, don't blame I'll wear them. Don't blame mom. <laughs> she, she didn't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'll wear them, but from this point on, it's low tops. It's always lows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean it's cool. She didn't know. I mean, granted, I was still grateful for them. It's, yeah. it's crazy though. And like, they were they were probably cheaper, and I they, still they see, had them in stock. It's know? still like yeah. the but like the all white is still like a basic. Like staple amongst like kids, like and you could wear it like it's like, just so very diverse. You could wear it in a suit. You could wear it with jeans. You could wear it with joggers. Like it's very diverse. Yeah, you know, fashion and beauty techniques from <clears throat> up in the mix. <laughs> Next question: As someone who's relatively new to Reno, what's the best thing about living here in Reno so far to you? Uh, for me, I love. Uh, I just love the mountains in the background. I love how they look so close. I love how the clouds look so close. Like everything feels like it's within arm's reach. Um, I like uh, Lake Tahoe a lot. You know, every time I go up there, I make it a point to go to a different, uh, a different spot, a different part of it, you know, just to see, cause you know, it's so big. You're not going to see the whole thing. No, no, you know? So I feel like, I feel like every time I go up there, I'm like, all right, well, you know, this time I'll go to Truckee, you know, next time I'll go to state line, you know, Things like that, and yeah, it's it's been a ten out of ten every time I've went up there. It's the region it's, is beautiful. We're spoiled because like my parents lived in New York for a long time, and that the thing they missed most about the West because they're for, both from California it was not having the mountains is like a just in the background all the time. And then you move some, you moved out to the East Coast, and it's just flat. Yeah, and it's it's just. Yeah. Even on, like, the worst weather day, if you can look up at the mountains, you're like, damn. Those are, like, the other day, I was like, damn. Especially the now when they're all co- covered. Yeah, the sun's coming through on the snow. Your snow covered. Like, it's, it's gorgeous. Yes. I mean, the weather's shitty. And that's why, like, be hella cold, but at least I can look at that. Yeah. And that's why Salt Lake is good, too, because they, they got the Rocky Mountains, so they're even bigger. And it's just Yeah, but you're in Salt Lake good. City, though. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of shit to do out there for <laughs> us. That is very true. Um, Music-wise, last artist you listened to. Last artist I listened to was the 1975. Have you guys? No. Never heard of them? All right, so they're a, they're a band from, like, the UK, England area. They're from there. Um, 
they jump into a lot of different things. A lot of their songs, they jump into like, you know, an old school kind of feel, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of like songs like the heat is on kind of like bands like hall, hall and oats, you know, things like that. Um, but they're, I, for the most part, I feel like they're really universal. Like anybody that I've told them about, they listen to them and they always find a song that they like because they do so many different things. They do. Are like, they from the UK? Yeah. Cause Cause I'm looking, I'm shit. looking them up. <laughs> Their top five cities. It's one's London, two's Jakarta, three's Mexico City, four is in Indonesia, and then five is L.A. Yeah. So they're I'm about to fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, shit. that's international. That's why I was like, oh, what the what? The, 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 four oh, different continents. Yeah, four different major cities. Yeah, it's crazy how I uh, how I came across them too because uh, I was literally just playing 2K. It was 2K. I think 2K17. This was in t- in 2017, but I was playing 2K17 and they had this song on there called The Sound. And when I heard it, I was like, yo, like who's this by? And then I, you know, I hit the Shazam on the phone, you know, good old Shazam. And uh that came up and I was like, I've never heard of these guys. So, you know, I went, you know, I went on a Spotify, listened to them, and I just found so many different things. And I'm just like, wow, they make so much, you know, different type of music so many different types of music that it's just like, you know, why would somebody like not like them? Like they make music that you, you hear in. I mean, to make it on one of those soundtracks, you got to be good. Yeah. Like yeah. 2K, and that, dude, especially. Those are yeah. curated like to the hottest, you know, the, like they know the people listening are mm-hmm. expecting heat. Exactly. Yes. No, yeah. that album cover on the last single, like, whoo. Yeah, and it's black and white on the car. Yeah, on the car, and that's black and white. That's in my jam, you know, like shit. Yeah, they make they make really good music. Their videos are awesome too. Um, They're very long. They're very cinematic, like theatrical, you know. uh, But they're always all different. (laughs) They used to be. (laughs) They're always all different, but yeah. um, I'm following him. I usually listen to them in the morning, dude. I'm about to listen to them when I go back to public house right now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. They're 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 really good. I mean, they can. They basically just, they're really versatile, so they can make anything for any type of setting, unless it's like a uh, like a club and you're in a section and you're trying to get shots. Like, it's not that type <laughs> of <laughs> that's why well, That's probably the only one it's not. Well, we're kind of old and not even in that area. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Next question. It's two-parter. First of all, how old are you? I'm 32. You're 32. If you could go back 10 years... What advice would you give to your 22-year-old self? I'm so happy that you moved because that was the year that I actually moved from uh, Pennsylvania to Texas. Oh, when you were 22? Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) So I would tell myself that I'm so happy I moved. And I even talked to some of my friends that are from there that have moved as well. And it's kind of just like, yo, you ever think about, like, what you would be doing if you, you know, never moved? Stayed in Allentown? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... I honestly don't know what the hell I'd be doing. Like, I can't even think of, like... Probably the same as your dad, you know? Like, work, <laughs> retire, and that's it, you know? Yeah. You but know? You, Telling your son, hey, what, you, are do, what are we doing next? You'd yeah. re, you, But you'd reinforce that your 22-year-old self that yeah. the move was... That was the right thing to do. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, even At when... At the time I moved, where you... Str- like, when you first got to Dallas, was it a struggle? Were you... Yeah, it was tough. It was... Uh, even the move was just tough, just because... For one, I never moved. Uh, for two, uh, my nephew, he was four at the time. He's 13 now. But uh, even then, like, just leaving my nephew, you know, I was constantly thinking about, damn, you know, 
I won't see my, I'll see my nephew grow up, but I won't see him grow up as he, much yeah. as I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I have a sister, I have an older sister. It's going to be the first time we're separated. First time I'm separated from my whole family. So, you know, it took a lot, but something in me was just like, you have to move. You know, it was like, there wasn't, you know, a no. Once I got the date, it was kind of just like, all right, it's really happening, you know, and I'm not one to like back out of something. If I'm, if I'm agreeing to it, if I sign the contract for it, everything like that, it's kind of just like, all right, well, this is it. Like, I have to do it. You win a hundred. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, even when I was there, like, when you're used to something and you grow up with all these people and you leave somewhere where you don't know anybody, it's kind of just like, you look at everybody's stories from back home and it's just like, man, you know, everybody's out, everybody's partying. I'm here no friends and you know you get kind of homesick you know um but for the most part i was just i stuck it out you know and i ended well, up the smile friends. that came over your face yeah it was yeah. like kind of showed you know it was like you, you yeah. know yeah. it was a good time yeah like you you yeah. overcame it like you you go yeah. back and reassure yeah. yourself like this is tough right now but it's gonna be worth it at the end it builds yeah. character builds grit you know like i moved away from my parents to like you know going to college and yeah, and, like, you don't have nobody. You're by yourself, and that's yeah. how you help find yourself when you're alone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, uh, and even out here, because out here, when I was living in Texas, I used to, it would be, like, a Monday night, and I'd I'd go out. You know, and, like, here, I couldn't tell you the last time I went out, honestly. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of just, like. It was so earlier like, today. We had some tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. You know, like this stage is kind of just like the discipline stage. So it's like, all right, well, now you see that you don't need to go out. You know, like you're fine just in the house, you know, watching TV. You know, or you're fine just working on your business, you know, you, that you don't need to be everywhere. I feel like that was a real big problem for me when I was living in Pennsylvania. Like I felt like everything that came up, like I had to, like I had to go there, you know. And then once I was in Texas, it kind of died down a little, but I was still going out, you know, just – just to go out, just to have fun. Um, the Dallas nightlife was really busy, really active. So, you know, and then moving somewhere where it's kind of like slowed down, it's kind of just like, all right, well, now it's transitioned me into this, you know, disciplinary period. So now, like, if I were to go somewhere else, it's kind of just like, all right, well, I'm already in this stage. So now, you know, now I know I don't have to worry about that FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm have to worry do, about those. I'm going to do urges. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And as you get older, FOMO is just like, whatever, you know, different. Um, Last one, very important one, your grooming slash beauty routine. So the only time I put this stuff on is uh, after a shower. So, I mean, I don't know if you can, like, if you didn't and you just had somewhere to go and you, like, put some on, I don't know how well it'll work but from what i've heard from like other people and just me myself it works really well like when you're fresh out the shower so you know you, you get out you know you hit the uh hit the beard with the towel you know dry it up a little bit and then for me i put the balm in i i put the balm in and then i use the spray um sometimes i switch it up and i'll put the uh the butter and then I'll put the balm or the balm in the butter. Um, 
for me, honestly, it's always the same result. Uh, I feel like with, even with like some of the customers, like they'll tell me what they do. And some people, they get out, they just use the spray and they're like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like for me, I yeah. feel like the spray is always, it should always be used less. I feel like it's kind of like a top coat, like a, like a liquid top coat, you know, more than like a solid, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Um, I feel like a lot of people, they either brush it or they use their fingers to like, kind of like shape it. But for me, other than the comb, uh, the best tool that I use is a, uh, like a wig brush like a brush that you would use to like brush out like a, like a weave or a yeah. wig before you, before mm-hmm. you use it. And yeah, I just, you know, hit the beard a couple times, just, you know, upward stroke, hit the beard a couple times and you know, it brings the volume out of it. And I feel like a lot, I feel like enough people don't know that. Um, so yeah, that'll be coming soon. Like, you know, like a, like a routine video and I hopefully, you know, um, people take that into consideration, you know, just getting one of those brushes. I mean, they're not expensive, you know? Yeah. So. Well, you made it through. There you we go. Have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> like usual. It, Dropping me, some knowledge. It meanders. <laughs> yeah. Well, next up, we have our hero of the week. Mm-hmm. And our hero of the week is Damar Hamilton of the Buffalo Bills. You know, for the, anyone who doesn't follow sports. Yes. He, uh, Collapsed on the field the other night. They had a to do CPR. Cardiac arrest, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, unsure of what was going to happen. They they canceled the game. Mm-hmm. He was in the hospital. But they, he posted, he he tweeted today for the first time. And even when he woke up, he was like, did we win? Yeah. <laughs> like He was able to meet with his, you know, his uh, family and uh, the, the team via, via Zoom. So, mm-hmm. you know. And he he had started a GoFundMe for kids in the Pittsburgh area, and the goal was like twenty five thousand dollars. And since he got hurt, it's almost up to ten million dollars. Oh, that's good. That's crazy. That's good. Give him shine to people. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even though his darkest, you know. Mm-hmm. And part, you know, I watched an interview from, from earlier in the year, and he was just like talking about how grateful he was. He's like, yeah. I don't take any day for granted, and you know, that's the, that's that mentality you gotta have. And that's good to see, and especially like a pro athlete who makes millions. Who's so young. He's and, not making millions. He's not making millions? Bro, he's... Just thousands? He's like, he's uh, was a third-round pick. He, he was not... He, <laughs> he's only 20. He's not making... I still feel a third-round <laughs> pick, though, in the playoffs. Like, you're you're still in that but that's pedi- what pedigree. Were, well, we'll talk about the, the, uh, the dark side of this in a second. Okay. But that's why people were like, he's not a millionaire, and... Yeah. You know, if he's never able to play again, he might, he's 24 years old, he might have medical bills the rest mm. of his life. Yeah. And the NFL, because you have to play so long in so many games before they'll give you a pension. And then they, oh, there's a bunch of other stuff they do that's shady for we'll the talk about players. It a bit. We'll yeah. talk about it in a second. Oh, yeah, a bit. So uh, that's why I was like, you know, every, you know, it turned out well. It could have been worse, you know, like. I feel like it'll be a good underdog story, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I yeah. think so. And I feel like, well, in my opinion, those are like my favorite stories. I mean, he's already beaten the odds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if they, if this happened twenty years ago, he would have died. Definitely. Yeah. They had yeah. they had the AID on the like, so many things had to go perfectly for him to to, to survive <laughs> yeah. and and not have you know brain damage or anything like that. It's just, it's crazy. Science yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, he's our hero of the week. Yeah. So petty move of the week. Goes to the homie, Afro Man. So Afro Man, he got raided 
by the government. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> so he got raided by the government last year, and he put it into the- Wrongly raided. Yes. Nothing. Like he didn't have drugs or anything. So they thought he was like uh, child trafficking, like some wild ass allegations, right? That's crazy. And he made and his property in Ohio, and he made two songs about it and put the videos up in there. And like one song is like has footage of the raid yeah. in the song, and it's like, are you gonna video. are you gonna fix my door? Because <laughs> they like <laughs> so they they like took four hundred dollars from him. Probably just had cash on the table, right? They took that and they just fucked up a bunch of shit in his house and just all this shit. And he just put it in two songs and they recently came out with videos. And yeah, so. I saw that. And you know what it made me think of? <laughs> this happened to J. Cole too. Yes. The whole song, uh, Neighbors, is is the, the, he, the music video is the My same thing. My think I'm selling dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, I am. His music video is the same thing. Yeah. It is like the. Security cam footage from his house yeah. of the police raid. No, and salute to uh, you know R.I.P. to my man J.T. That was one of his favorite J. Cole songs. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So petty move of the week was the Afro man, and like it's an awesome petty move of the week. It's not like a shitty one. So you know, fuck them cops. <laughs> and then uh, what grinds my gears? Mm. NFL hypocrisy. <laughs> yes, because like the other side to this thing with Demar Hamilton <laughs> is people are finding out how terrible the NFL treats former players, mm. and uh, there's so much. Here, one, uh, they like deny, automatically deny like almost all medical claims. Uh, like one former player was saying, like who worked for in the insurance industry after he retires, he's like the NFL, like the NFL is more stringent than doctors and insurance companies when it comes to claims. Like they will like his insurance company will approve something, and the NFL would still deny it. <laughs> That they were their their denial rate was three times higher than the ended than like the insurance companies. That's crazy. And insurance companies are fucking they're fucked up anyways. And then yeah, the oh, more fucked up thing is like when they had that lawsuit about you know CTE and everything and denying benefits. Part of that lawsuit was the NFL had a formula that they basically their belief was that they paid out less to black players. Because they had a formula that black players had lower cognitive ability than white players. So they would be like, if you got a concussion and you were black, you're like, you don't get as much money because you wouldn't have been that like you, that smart in general. Yes. yes. Just like the, uh, what was it that uh, back in the day where it was like uh, black people's skulls were like smaller, so they had smaller brains and things like that? Like, yeah. God, fucking racism. Yeah, super racist. That was their official uh, policy. Like, they, they argued that in court. Like, it was in the things. Like, their official mm, policy. Yeah. They were giving out less money uh, to black players based off this thing. So they inherently believed that black people were not as intelligent as America, white people. America, racism is still strong and thriving out here. <laughs> and then they, they claim, you know, so they claim to be about player safety mm -hmm. and all this. But, like... Here's the thing, like, with a player like him, who's a rookie on a rookie contract, non-guaranteed contract, mm -hmm. so if he was not able to play again in the NFL, he would have only made the money for him playing this year, which is, like, you know, a couple hundred thousand and dollars. And they wouldn't fulfill the whole contract. They're not, oh, they don't fulfill the whole contract. It would, you know, it's non-guaranteed for a reason, so they can get out of it. <laughs> so, like, when you see these players whose careers are cut short, if they're not like a star making millions of dollars a year, it's often worse for them because they don't qualify to be an pension unless you play five years in the league, but you might have medical problems for the rest of your life based off injuries you have. Especially like 
like a running back or a fullback that like they're they don't even last five years, you know? Their livelihood is or like I just read a story like two to three years. Marshawn Lattimore, this he was number one running back in the country, went to South Carolina. Uh, you know, was going to be a first round draft pick, and then the bowl game, like it was, it, people who are fans remember he like tore all the ligaments in his knee and dislocated his knee. He still ended up being like a fourth round draft pick, but spent two years in the NFL and was never able to play. Ended up having to retire, and all he had was his signing bonus and Social Security. <laughs> but that like, he can't get yeah. that till sixty five. Yeah, like. It's fucked up because they put their lives, they put their bodies on the line, and they're trying to, you know, be like, no, I'm not going to pay Like, I was talking to my brothers, and they're like, you know, if you haven't already thought about the sport, mm-hmm. like, the long-term viability or something, like, I was, I told them, I'm like, I am certain that in my lifetime, we will see someone die on the field. Mm-hmm. And they came, I mean, we did. He did die. They, they revived him. No, because nobody... Everybody on the internet was like, I've never seen that happen. I've never seen a person literally die. on. It happens all the time in lower levels. Uh Or people die, like, they tell stories like people die after the game or they die after practice. Like, it's just not live during the game. But it happens all the time in high school and college. Every year kids die playing this game. It's just too, like, there's nothing you can do to make it safer. It's the, that's the game. Yeah. When it's like you're going at each other 100%. And they're making like two trains, like billions of dollars. The least they can do is like guarantee their contracts and give them medical insurance for the rest of their life, regardless of how long you play. Even not the contracts, just guarantee their health, you know? For them to be oh an okay person in society, they don't care. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Because it's corporations. They don't give a shit. No, they claim so. <laughs> they say it so much, but they like they add, they're adding more games and yes. stuff. They play. They have less time between the games. Yeah. And with all the shit you see, where it's just like, oh yeah, cool. In my locker room, there's just fucking. They were gonna have those guys go back on the yeah. field and play until yeah. the coaches were like, "Fuck that! No, there's yeah. no way we're doing it." And until people really do it, like higher up. They don't, Nothing's they don't, no, they don't give a fuck. Like you go into a locker room, you walk past a bowl and it's just like a bowl of Vicodin and you just like pop them like, like and everyone who supports NFL, including myself, mm-hmm. we're helping to support the system. So like you, if you're, this is why, like you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror and realize the part you're playing, but like, that's the facts of yeah. the situation. If you like, we are implicit in this and we like watching these guys do this. But we ignore the consequences. I mean, I have a permanent injury from playing football. It's like, it's... Yeah, and you need to, like... And you need, you know, to go to a chiropractor. You need to stretch all the time. Like, I know when you, like, skip chiropractor sessions and, like, stretch, you know? Like, you you walk a little bit slower, you know? Like... But yeah, so it's, it's just... shit, you know? NFL, I'm just, I get tired of its hypocrisy when they talk about player safety and then something like this happens and they're going to play the game. Or, you know, just move on like everything's normal. But anyways, before we go, you got a fuck boy of the week. Keith motherfucking Murray. What did Keith Murray do? Keith Murray, Keith Murray? Keith Murray, Keith Murray from Death Squad, fucking shit. So he went on the interwebs and <laughs> said he performed oral to what, Shauna? Like a, like a girl rapper, right? She used to be in Disturbing the Peace, right? Yes, yes. All right. And then she came out with, like, a remix, like, getting some remix and, like, put him on blast, you know? Say he didn't? Say, well, like, that he wasn't good and shit. Like, he, like, he, like, went out 
like an old man trying to maybe get a little bit of limelight and shit, you know? It's like, oh, I did this, I did this, you know? And then she just put him on blast, like, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking, Damn. you know? Keith Murray, old ass man. Damn. Yeah, Fucking how long fuck. ago was this? Because, like... No, it was, like, last week. <laughs> like, oh No, God. I mean, like, when they got together. Oh, it was probably, like, back in the prime yeah. prime of the 90s and yeah, I was shit. was going to say, like... And it's, like, a long-ass time ago and shit, you know? Like, yeah, you're trying to be relevant. Like, get out of here, Keith Murray. Be like Red Man. Make that beats. Make music. Shit. Why are you talking about something like that from... You don't talk about past the glory like, days, past you know. Like, you don't, you don't fuck boys talk about glory days. You don't all put the time. name out there like yeah. that. Yeah, you don't name drop. You don't yeah. name drop. Yeah, yeah. Bad boys moving silence, motherfucker. <laughs> all day. Oh well, that's it. Another episode <laughs> of Up in the Mix. Hope you guys learned something. And the photo is so funny. Look at this shit. <sighs> she that's, looks so good. That was like, not like, a flattering <laughs> photo of Keith Murray. That's crazy. Not a flattering photo of Keith Murray. Oh, Keith Murray, you all saw being a. That's why I was like, this actually happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hip hop DX. Salute to you guys. But uh, Dennis, again, welcome to or thank you for coming on the show. Very grateful. Again, tell awesome. them where they can find your products and everything. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, you can go on. I I am heem. Dot be. So I a m h e e m. Dot be or. You can go on the Instagram, H-E-E-M dot H-I-M-L-L-C. Uh, you can go on there. You can shop from there. Um, if you want to go on my personal page and just see me. <laughs> and how dope he looks all the time. Like, you know, you motherfuckers need to watch his style. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah, if you want to go on there, um, it's G-O-O-D-M-I-A-D. Um, you can go check out my personal page as well. All right. There you have it. Yeah. Get some natural shit up in your face. <laughs> get those beards on point. Yeah. You know, it's winter. You got to prepare for the summer and this is when you do it. Yeah. Let me get you right. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, yeah, this is Della Photo saying, you know, respect each other, drink a lot of water, and stay warm out there. It's, it's cool. Until next time, we'll see you. When we see you, stay safe, stay warm, be peace. Bye. Bye.